0: This podcast replay is brought to you by caneswear.com. For all your canes, dolphins, and heat needs, visit them at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Free shipping with online orders over $99. Go to caneswear.com at Miami Fanwear. That's the spot where South Florida fans shop. All righty, there he is, the man, the myth, the legend. How you doing, What's happening, brother? Not much, man. On a on a slow-ass Friday, because, boy, I'm sitting there going, there's nothing really going on in UM's world right now. <laughs> it's like, it is so slow right now. It really, basketball is, like, the only thing going on that we really, like, there's there's no new news. I was trying to see if there's anything when mm-hmm. I was prepping this morning, and I don't find, like, any new recruiting news. Uh, the, yeah. coach, the coaching news,
1: uh, what do we have left? Yeah, I mean, you need to fill the, uh, the receivers' coach receivers Right, because uh, Harris, Harris
0: is the running back's coach. They f- finalized right. that, so all you need is a receivers' coach. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to depress me and tell me they're not getting Brian Hartline, so, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't – listen, I, I can't talk about – uh, some news that'll be coming out at twelve o'clock. It's non-football news, but uh, there will be some news re- re- relating to Miami coming around coming out around noon. So that that'll that'll pick up the discussion. But You're I can, literally can you ta- is, it Gables, no. is it coming from Coral Gables, or is it coming from LifeWallet? Uh, it's coming from somewhere outside of those areas. So oh, okay, all right, all right. So we have to wait till twelve o'clock. Now, are you breaking this news? Uh, somebody, uh, somebody I work with is, so there'll there'll be news coming a little bit later today. Okay. That's all I can say. I can't get into it any more than that. Uh, I am, you know, made aware of it yesterday.
0: So we should have, we should have rescheduled this segment for
1: noon. (laughs) Well, it's non-football. Remember, I told you that. So, uh, non-football. Okay. Stadium related? I, I I can't, I literally, I'm just telling you You said there's nothing going on. I'm saying at 12 o'clock today, you'll have something going on. Well, there so. you go, Canes fans. Something's going down on noon, baby. They're bringing back
0: the Orange Bowl. They're gonna they're
1: gonna build it on top of the the current stadium. That's what they're doing. They're they're uh, they're gonna bring it back. So bring back the Magic the '58. Uh, they're gonna get rid of the five-game losing streak and put the 58-game winning streak back on the on the field. That's what they're gonna do.
0: That's what I like to hear. All right, all right, good stuff. Yeah, because I, I I saw Mario was on with Joe, but there was really nothing earth-shattering said there either. You know. Oh, a lot of stuff
1: I've been telling you for weeks and months, right? I mean, there's going to be a lot of injuries, guys sitting out for spring football because of injuries, surgeries, all those kind of things. Everything about the coordinators, what he likes about them, we've we've discussed. I'm on top of it, oh. I, mean, I know, you know, I know, I know. I, I, I keep you guys abreast. I know. I, I, <laughs> I heard the interview with Joe, and it was like,
0: okay, it was, you know, nothing, you know, uh, about that. I mean, the only talk was the whole uh, Van Dyke Notre Dame stuff. And, you know, whatever uh, was that. Was there really was there any legs to that
1: about him potentially going to Notre Dame? I I don't I don't think Notre Dame was interested in him in that way. No. Right. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, what? What? They were interested in making him a receiver like Ryan Tannehill?
1: <laughs> no, I think uh, I, I look, I, I think as far as Van Dyke is concerned, you know, his, his shoulder injury, what he what he went through at the end of last season being banged up um, and um just the struggles that he had really I don't think Mario blames it at all on him whatsoever. I don't think the coaching staff necessarily lost any faith in him. It was more about hey, we couldn't protect this guy and he didn't have receivers. So
0: and, and your offensive coordinator didn't help you out, okay?
1: Correct, correct. And 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 really all Mario did today was come out and say what he'd been holding in for a long time about the coaching staff, right? He, he, the things he said uh today were were all reflective of what Many of us have been reporting and saying for, for a while that he wasn't pleased with the, the effort on the recruiting trail with some of those guys uh, that, uh, you know, some of the guys just weren't fits with with uh, what he wanted to do in terms of personality. And again, you know, you he said he, he said he studied from afar what he needed to do, but you can study from afar. You don't know what you're stepping into until you step inside and start dealing with those personalities from a coaching perspective, from a player perspective until you see Uh, Those forces at work working together. You're not going to know what works and what doesn't you can think you think you can have an idea You can guess yeah, Yeah. but the reality is until the bullets start flying and you're in the heat of the situation uh, You you don't know what you've got You've got to just hope that it that it works out and unfortunately it didn't work out in your one
0: Hey, listen a lot of people tell you don't get into business with friends Right? Okay, right. by the way, we're friends, we hang out, we have beers, this, that, but then when you get into business, it becomes a whole different thing, and then it's a different kind of relationship and then you start learning about different things about the person because you never had to go into business with them. You know what I mean? I have to count on you to pay the bills or make this sale or do that. It's different than hey bro, can you get me a beer? Hey, you want to go with me to a show? Hey, you know you want you, you want to help me in the barbecue like, you know, bullshit stuff that you do as friends. That's nothing. And when it gets to business, it gets all shady. And then sometimes it ruins your relationship, the mm-hmm. fact that you got into business. So that, it's the same thing. You, you, they, they could be great coaches. And, you know, last year, there were a lot of names on this staff. But in the end, it did not work out. The chemistry wasn't there. And so that's what you have to do as a head coach, CEO, general manager, whatever position you hold of authority you got to take that 30,000 view look and say what works, what doesn't work. Okay, we got to make these kind of changes. And, you know, if you're not willing to make those tough decisions, then you're going to be stuck in the same hellhole every year. And he wasn't willing to do that. He made the decisions. He, and I, I, I commend him because he makes them with a crap ton of patience, bro. Wow.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I think the one thing you can't say about him is that he isn't thoughtful in this process. And I think the one perspective that he has now that he didn't have before he got here is he knows the players. He knows he really knows the players and their personalities. You can think, you know, coaches, you can think, you know, players. But again, Great point. Until, until you go through it, he didn't have that experience. He didn't know what the players were like right. here. Um, you can see the talent, you can see what they do on film, but that doesn't tell you the chemistry and everything else. And now he's got that perspective and now he can, he can hire the right kind of coaches for those players. And I give him credit for basically acquiescing in a lot of ways to what he has, because as we've seen in the past with other head coaches here, Al Golden, for instance, uh, you, you stay stubborn and it doesn't get you anywhere. Mark Richt, you know, everybody was talking about his son as an off, you know, a quarterbacks coach, wasn't a good fit. I stayed with him the whole time he was here. Offense went south. Um, D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio, right? That's why I mentioned uh, Al Golden earlier. I mean, that's the perfect example. Um, So, you know, you have to adapt. And and the good thing for Mario is he's got some money to spend. Some previous coaches obviously didn't have the same budget to work with where you could fire guys, pay pay them off. Uh, Think about some other coaches that might have been fired after a year or two if you didn't have buyouts, right? And Miami wasn't uh, pinching pennies back then. Uh, now you got the budget to make the kind of moves that you need to make so that's an advantage that he has and that's that's a good thing for Miami Manny have you heard what the players plan to do on their own in the offseason
0: cuz you know we always had that uh, all those uh, those stories of players working on their own and former players coming back to help those younger players and things like that and since Mario is a guy that you know holds tradition and values tradition is any of that kind of tradition coming back? Can it come back? Does the NCAA allow it? Talk to us about that.
1: Well, I mean, I think, you know, former players always come back. We've Every summer we've had this uh, Paradise. Well, it was called Paradise Camp. Now it's whatever it's called now. I forgot what they renamed yeah, it. Yeah, but was. outside
0: of that, come on, man. I'm talking about well, like the but real I'm deal. Saying,
1: during the summertime, like outside of Paradise Camp, you'll have former players come back in the summertime And come into the building and they'll talk to guys and they'll work out with guys and there and there are relationships between some former players. The guys who I would say really love the program and really are around it, not just to pop by once for Paradise Camp. The guys that live in the city or come back to the city often um, will come back and they'll have some some level of relationship. But, you know, I. That the whole the old days of hearkening to hey the former players that's a great story people enjoy it it's a soft heartwarming story hey the guys love it I I just want to see these new players take some ownership right I want to see right. those that's why guys I yeah that I I think those guys I I don't want to hear any more about that you know former players having to motivate them like. I think Mario, what he's trying to do is, is recruit the guys that come out here and are, and are self-motivated, that don't need somebody to come around and tap them on the shoulder say everything's going to be fine. And, you know, I think he's got some guys in the locker room that do that. The problem is a lot of them are freshmen. A lot of them are the guys he's handpicked to be a part of this recruiting class this year. So uh, it, it's going to take a little bit of time, I think, to make that adjustment in terms of chemistry and locker room. Um, but he's got a few guys that I think lead by example. Um, you know, Cam Kitchens, I think, is a, is a good example of that. Uh, you know, good young man. I was told the story earlier this week uh, talking to Malik Rozier, the former quarterback. He's put together this this sort of, uh, you know, NIL group where he, they were going to film a commercial and 13 players, I think, were supposed to show up. Only two of them did. And one of them was Cam Kitchens. And, you know, it's one of those things that shows you, like, the kid's responsible, right? He, he sticks to his word, to his commitment. And I think – that's that's what you need more of right you need more guys that stick through and do everything i saw him at seven on seven events this year uh him and xavier restrepo coaching up uh you know high school players here locally building relationships with those guys there needs to be more of that type of ownership across the board i think from this roster when we see that i think that's when you'll start to see a real change
0: um many anything um because i haven't been on the on the campus in a while. Are they already in the process of expanding the practice facility that it was 80 yards and get it back to where it's supposed to be and all that good stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think they've already started some work, um, but the, the big project, which is the new, you know, 150 million to 300 million dollar uh football facility i don't know that they've necessarily broken ground on that i was on campus a couple of weeks ago i went to go speak to michelle kaufman's uh journalism class i've done that for 17 years now going to talk to former students and uh, i walked around a bit talked to some of the players that were there uh some of the people that were on campus i didn't see any new construction per se uh but the but that's all in the works uh and i think you know city of coral gables bro a lot of permits a lot of bread tape and and then the money raising uh you know the fundraising that has to be done to get all that stuff done i know from talking to uh you know people in the administration there that you know this is all going to happen they're they're you know they've they've invested this they're going to invest this amount of money to upgrade everything there to make it top notch so that in three or four years uh it miami is basically like everybody else in the country with with the best of the best facilities did you have a beer at the Rat Skeller? I did not. I try not okay. to go and drink on campus uh, with, with students. Uh, <laughs> oh, but uh, I, I did. Uh, I did walk around. I did see uh, a lot of familiar faces and people uh, that I hadn't seen since the end of the football season, and talk to them. And it was a good experience. Uh, anytime you're on campus at Miami, it's a beautiful place. It, it, for for all the old school people who haven't been there in years, you go there and it's like, what, what is this place? It, it doesn't even look familiar no, with all the new buildings okay. and everything else. It's
0: yeah. just. Yeah, they've added added quite a bit. Did you play any pinball games or air hockey over at the Keller? (laughs) Space Invaders.
1: Yeah, none of that for me, brother. None of that for me. I I ran into a few players in the parking lot. They were getting in their cars, uh, talked to a few of them on the way out, and they were talking to me about uh, the new defensive coordinator and the defense and uh, what they think of it. And I think there's a lot of excitement. You know, I think a lot of these guys are want to play in a Manny Diaz type system. That's what they were recruited to come play and be aggressive. And uh, I think that the scheme that they were playing last year uh, with Kevin Steele, some of those guys uh, felt out of place. I think they feel like a more aggressive style, more pressure based uh, system is going to bring out the best in them and there'll be better results. But again, I, it's to me, a lot of this is the Jerry's and the Joe's brother. They got to get some good players in there guys that can actually get the job done and play effectively and and not give up big plays and and all those kind of things so we talked about that when i was on campus uh give me a, a guess on the receivers coach uh you know it seems like leonard hankerson might be taking this seriously so uh you know i thought at first maybe this is this was just about you know him wanting to come back and talk to mario and see you know the nfl uh, coaches, I don't know what an NFL wide receiver coach's salary is nowadays. So you, you'd probably be better to tell me what, what an assistant coach gets paid. But I would imagine being one of 10 college coaches versus maybe what? How many pro coaches are there? 20, 30 on, st- on some staffs? Yeah. Being being one of 10 would, pro- would probably get you a bigger payday. And I think Mario wants to make a splash in terms of a former guy who has NFL experience, a former Miami guy. I think Hankerson... Good, um, dude.
0: good dude. Good dude also.
1: Good dude, super hard worker, one of those uh overachievers, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah, right? man.
0: He he when he got to Washington, he played better than I even thought he would at the NFL level. You are right about that. It's kinda like KJ Osborne, like he was solid here and he was good, but God, he, he went to the NFL and he's had some pretty good days there, man, you know?
1: Yeah. I think just another example of guys that Uh, maybe didn't get enough, right? You didn't get enough out of them in college at at Miami. They weren't maybe in the right system or the right setup. And, and, you know, here's a guy who has gone on right into coaching pretty much at the end of his career. He's been around the game now for a while, and I think he could be a valuable asset. So I think it'll be him or Kevin Beard potentially, uh, who we discussed uh, on Tuesday. I think it'll probably be one of those two guys. But, you know, we'll see when Mario decides to announce it and, and when all that kind of stuff goes down.
0: Follow him on Twitter at Manny underscore Navarro and catch his work there at The Athletic. Of course, subscribe and support Manny and all the exceptional riders there at The Athletic. Manny, as always, thank you, my brother. Appreciate you immensely. All right, brother. Take care. Have a great weekend. There you go. You Manny too.
1: Navarro and our wear Miami Hurricanes report.